Hello everybody and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast, episode number 70, Loud on Post-Race Edition, Martin Truex Jr. takes home his first uh, Larry the Loud and Lobster. Apologies, meant to have this out last night as I've been hyping up all weekend, but uh, post-race show yesterday took a lot of work and uh, I honestly just wasn't feeling it. I was pretty tired last night. So now you get two episodes in two days. Hopefully Emily can join us tomorrow night. She can't be on the show tonight. Uh, but hopefully she can join us tomorrow night. Welcome back to the Below the Line podcast, the podcast where me and my co-host Emily talk the NASCAR Cup Series four hours a week, three days a week, and hope somebody will listen. I am Samuel Stubbs, one of the hosts, also the host over on the Spotter Stand YouTube channel. That's the Spotter Apostrophe Stand, where Emily and I have plenty of NASCAR content all week for all three NASCAR National Touring Series. As I already mentioned in the open there, MTJ, Martin Truex Jr., was your winner. And uh, it was just, it was really impressive. It led 254 laps. Um, just absolutely uh, incredible how good he was yesterday. Uh, Chris Bell might have been the second best car there, or maybe it was Ryan Blaney. It didn't matter. MTJ was leagues ahead, uh, leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else in the field. Uh, and some pit road mistakes took out guys like Bell, took out guys like Blaney, took out Eric Almarola, who looked like he might have a really good shot to win this race. And even through countless restarts with Logano and Harvick threatening, uh, he just... He was better, and and the outside lane on those final restarts proved to be um, the biggest deal. Race recap, A.J. Allmendinger spun early. Truex won the stage. You also had a spin from Eric Jones, but the biggest incident of the first two stages was undoubtedly Eric Amarola's hard crash into the turn one outside barrier. Um, And I should mention, by the way, this race is run on a Monday, rain delayed from Sunday, but uh, kind of a preconceived fact notion there uh, but Amarola his team did not get the right rear wheel uh, tightened they did not get the lug nut on that tire tightened and so he uh, he wrecked going into turn number one had the lead too. played a two tire strategy him and I can't remember who else it was it might have been Harvick to play that strategy uh, but Amarola wrecks and in going into turn one and a big opportunity remember 2021 when he came in shocked the world made the playoffs won New Hampshire looked like he could have been in a position to do that today um, and we will never know because he wrecks out and now Daytona is his uh, really his only shot to get into the playoffs unless India is as crazy as it was last year and it probably will be to be completely honest Precard 400 could come back next year though just keep an eye on that uh, Truex won stage two. Stage three is where things really got interesting. Now, Truex really hadn't had any competitors because Christopher Bell, uh, his pit crew, the first two pit stops of the day, uh, the first stop, I believe they were slow on the right side. The second stop, they had to come back down and tighten the lug nut. Um, so while Bell is trying to work his way through the field, along with guys like Bubba Wallace and others, um, and Eric Jones also spun in stage two, but while Bell is trying to make his way through the field, uh, and getting up into the top 10, Ryan Bellini was putting the most pressure on Truex that anybody had put on MTJ all day. And it was a great battle to watch. Cat and mouse battle. Now, Blaney ends up finishing 22nd on uh, one of the final stops of the day, or on the final stop of the day. He uh, he ran over some equipment. It was an equipment interference penalty. That's kind of 50-50 on the crew driver. Crew should have had it out of there. Driver should have had uh, uh, just, I don't know. 
they should have not run over it, I guess. Blaney should not have run over that, that air hose. So that derailed a, at least the top three or four day, in my opinion, at the least. Could have been contending for the win. I think he was stronger than his teammate, Joe Ligano, who did get kind of close, but... Again, just did not have what Truex did, and Truex maxed out the points. We'll talk about those a little bit later. ESPN uh, messed those up for me yesterday. So the playoff grid I read off in the YouTube post-race show, not at all correct. Take it with a grain of salt. But I believe MTJ is now the regular season points leader over William Byron because Truex got 60 points, and while Byron uh, nearly won stage one, he faded terribly in the second half of this race. Um... So, Blaney put pressure on him. Truex still pulled away, right? And then here comes Kyle Larson all of a sudden. We're having one of those typical New Hampshire long green flag runs and the race that, okay, Truex is going to run away with it now. Kyle Larson had just gotten around Ryan Blaney for second when Noah Gregson went into the outside wall. I believe it wasn't a brake rotor, but rather another loose lug nut. I could be wrong. It might have been. I, I'm not sure if the USA broadcast actually said exactly what it was. Um... But a bad break for Gregson, whose rookie season just gets worse and worse and worse. Um, but he hits the wall. That brings out the caution. And then Ty Gibbs, who had a rocket ship of a race car early on, stalled out at around 10th to 11th place. Uh, he ended up spinning out Alex Bowman. Bowman went around kind of in front of the pack, actually. Kind of a miracle. Nobody more was involved in that. Kind of a miracle Ty Gibbs wasn't out already at a big moment earlier, I believe, in stage one or stage two. Um, so that brought out another caution. And then Christopher Bell, who is one of the favorites, worked his way up to 8th place when it happened. Back from all his pit crew's mistakes, uh, Bell ends up wrecking. Got up a little too high, as Kyle Busch did earlier, too. Kyle Busch Corey LaJoy both had issues uh, early in this race. We'll talk about them a little bit later, especially Kyle Busch. Uh, but Bell has the wreck. And then the final restart came, and Truex just got away from everybody. Logano, like I said, put pressure on him. And they were able to keep pace with him. They were able to run the same as him. Him and Blaney, Logano and Blaney, were able to run about the same as Truex for the majority of Stage 3. But they weren't able to gain on him. They weren't able to actually catch him unless he was in lap traffic. The final round of green flag pit stops, too. Guys like Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, they weren't as aggressive as I really thought they should have been to have a chance at Truex. Now, Blaney did make the first move and he pitted first, but then Truex came in right after. Blaney had a bad stop, so Truex actually ended up gaining on pit road. And uh, That 19 team, they're just not making the mistakes they did last year, and that's been the biggest deal from missing the playoffs and going winless to now winning three races, leaving the regular season standings, and being the championship favorite is just the cut down on mistakes. He could have won three or four races last year. He could have won this race if not for mistakes. Um, he took the lead yesterday in career career races where he, they won two stages. Uh, he has seven. Kevin Harvick was six, so he passes Harvick. First win at New Hampshire, though, for a guy that won both the stages last year was third in 2017. Um, so really uh, just uh, a mistake, not a mistake-free year for Martin Truex <laughs> Chicago, but um, just a big, uh, big win for that team. And second win on Monday. Uh, for him this season, he has been really good on Mondays over the course of his career. Um, Ty Gibbs nearly brought out another caution, got up into the wall a little bit with two to go. They didn't wave the yellow. Um, I think that's it as far as race recap goes. Now, Kyle Busch had a really rough weekend, wrecked in practice, or got into the wall in practice, rather, wrecked in qualifying, had to start at the rear, was slow. Wrecked again, trying to run a higher line. And I believe that's what Corey LaJoy did, too, just trying to run a higher line on the racetrack and just wrecked. 
Results time, Martin Truex gets the win. Joey Logano in second, solid day for the driver of the 22. Kyle Larson in third, easily the best Chevy. Only Chevy in the top eight, only Hendrick Carr in the top 11. Kyle Larson. Kevin Harvick in fourth. He actually hung with Truex late, and, and Truex had fresher tires, and uh, Harvick did not have very fresh tires at the end of that race. So Kevin Harvick did a good job hanging in there, getting to the top five. Brad Keselowski, a really solid fifth-place effort. Tyler Reddick, sixth. Denny Hamlin, seventh. Bubba Wallace, eighth. Uh, basically, three 20-11 cars. I mean, I know Denny's JGR, but they're all basically the same thing, and Denny owns the cars of Reddick and, and Bubba. Austin Dillon in ninth. Chase Briscoe, tenth. Uh, Briscoe played some strategy, as did Dylan. Dylan and Harvick were on the front row for, I believe, the first restart and all that crea- uh, chaos. Bubba Wallace persevered, got back late, and nearly went a lap down. Uh, two Martin Truex held him off, though. Denny Hamlin, solid all day. Tyler Reddick, solid all day long. Eric Jones in 11th, good job for him to uh, rebound after that stage 2 spin. Chase Elliott in 12th, and he's kind of in a must-win now. Time is running out for that 9-team uh, not just to win a race, but especially to point their way in. But good news is they are going to the track he won at, to a track he won at last year in Pocono. But remember, he wasn't the fastest car. He didn't cross the line first. Uh, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Busch uh, were the top two in that race before they got DQ'd. Michael McDowell, decent day in 13th. He is in the playoffs by the extremely huge margin of one point after this race. Alex Bowman only gains two points on the cut line, and that's not going to cut it. Six races to go. Jeff Gordon said this week that he's not too concerned with Bowman and Elliott, but only six races left in the regular season. It's time to start getting concerned about Bowman and Elliott. Chris Buescher in 15th, another solid run. Daniel Suarez in 16th, but hey, that should feel like a win for them. Travis Mack, very aggressive crew chief, known as one, and he played some big strategy late. They were around 26th, 27th. He played some strategy, let him run it long, and they gained 11 spots uh, net from that, and they are now just one point out of the postseason rather than being double-digit points out of the postseason. Justin Haley, 17th. Ricky Stenhouse, 18th. A.J. Allmendinger, 19th. Uh, he was a big domino to fall on the placard today. Came in 13 out, and now I believe he's around 26 out, maybe more than that, uh, the early spin. Harrison Burton, 20th. Todd Gillen, 21st. Blaney, 22nd. Again, should have been in the top two or three, um, and and equipment interference penalty. Ross Chastain, 23rd. Trackhouse today just had no speed. Simply put, William Byron, his finish matches his car number 24th for the driver of the number 24 who led nine laps looked like he could win stage one on that two-tire call uh truex ended up passing him for the stage win but uh byron we thought proved that you could stay out there on two tires and then byron dove off the face of the earth in the second part of this race from the start of stage two onwards austin sindrick 25th it's time for him to do something ty dillon 26 ty gibbs ends up 27th Ryan Priest, 28th. He's won a couple modified races at the track. First driver one lap down in 28th position today. Just a really disappointing race. Really disappointing. Disappointing season for Ryan Priest. Christopher Bell, 29th. The favorite. This is his first finish, uh, or second finish only in uh, now, what, nine National Series starts in New Hampshire outside the top two. I'll hurt his average a little bit, though. Ryan Newman in 30th. Thought he'd be a little better today, but to be fair, he is in a Rick Ware Racing Car. BJ McLeod, 31st. Noah Gregson, 32nd. LaJoy, 33rd. Amarola, 34th. Cole Custer, 35th. Kyle Busch in last. Looking at the NASCAR Cup Series points standings. Now, Truex, the second driver this year, along with Kyle Busch, to have three wins. 
Third driver to win at least three races this year with Byron winning four. Larson has won two. Funny, 11 guys have won this year, and Emily pointed this out, I think either last week or the week before, that rather than you know seeing a bunch of guys win races this year and a bunch of one-time winners, we've seen a bunch of guys. We've seen 11 drivers this year win races, but now as we get in kind of this summer part of the year, we're seeing a lot more guys win multiple races. We're seeing guys stack on win three or four or, or get to that second win uh, rather than a new winner or a new, you know, uh, haven't had that big surprise winner yet. Maybe Stenhouse, but that was the first race of the year. We haven't had that like guy from below the bubble, right at the bubble win yet. And honestly, I'm not sure if we will, um, but that's just something I noticed. William Byron is beating out right now uh, Truex by seven for most laps led this season, 750 to 743. And then it's Larson, actually, at 598, and nobody else. Or one other guy led 400, Ross Chastain. And then it's uh, Blaney, Hamlin. Is it Bell next? Yeah, Bell, Logano, Reddick. Or Bell, Bush, Reddick, I'm sorry, as far as laps led go. Truex is the regular season points leader by 17 over William Byron. Then it's 62 back to Bell. So really, Truex and Byron for that regular season crown. Like I said, 11 winners. Truex has won three. Byron, four. Bush, three. Larson, two. Hamlin at Chastain, Bell, Blaine, Logano, Reddick, Senhouse have each won one. First man in, in on points is Kevin Harvick, plus 137 to the cut line, basically locked in. Brad Keselowski, plus 108. Busher, plus 97. Bubba, plus two. And Michael McDowell is the last man in, plus one. And by the way, Kyle Larson leads the series in top fives now with nine. League leader in top tens is Kyle Busch, still with 12. You got Byron all alone with 11, and then Logano, Blaney, Truex, Larson, all with 10. Logano on a on a bit of an uptick, up to 10th in the regular season when he was like 14th, I think, four or five weeks ago. Uh, then, uh, you know, Larson, nine top fives, 10 top tens, just checkers or records here kind of continues. I'm getting a little worried, though. He hasn't won a race in a while. It's been since Martinsville that he's won. I mean, that, that's almost three months now since Kyle Larson won a race. A little worrying. I know he won the All-Star race, but that, that's a non-point race. Still, two months since Kyle Larson won. First man out, Daniel Suarez. He is minus one. You have A.J. Allmendinger minus 20. Uh, Gibbs minus 41. Bowen minus 42. Haley minus 46. Cindric minus 51. Elliott minus 60. Elliott needs to make up 10 points at least on these guys in front of him. Live the next six races. LaJoy, minus 91. Gillen, minus 96. Priest, minus 97. How is Priest not minus triple digits yet? I don't get that. Amarola, minus 105. Jones, minus 139. Austin Dillon, minus 140. Harrison Burton, minus 164. Briscoe, minus 183. First top 10 in a while for him. Fifth of the year. You know, they switched crew chiefs. They sent Richard Boswell to him and and uh, shop, uh, shipped Johnny Clausmeyer down to Xfinity with Riley Herbst. So, or maybe he's the competition director or something there. I don't know. Ty Dillon minus 250. Gregson minus 257. So Gregson goes from one point out of second to last. Now seven points out of second to last. It's not a good year at all. Owner points-wise, this really only matters for the 48 and the 9 as far as the contenders go. But the 9 falls back to 14th. The 45 surpasses him. 48 stays strong in 16th. 
The 15 for Rick Ware is in 32nd. It is beating out the 42. The 51 for Rick Ware is one point behind the 42. The 78 for Live Fast is 36. The 91 for Track House, 37th. The, 60, the 36 for Front Row is 38th. The 67 for 2311, 39th. The 13 for Colleague is 40th. The 62 for Beard is 41st. The 84 for Legacy Motor Club is 80, is a 42nd. And the 50 for the Money Team is in 43rd in the understandings. Manufacturer-wise, Chevy still leads Toyota by 67, Ford by 85, Ford 18 back Toyota. With Toyota now closing a little bit on Chevy, they have twice as many wins as the Bowtie Brigade. Chevy with 12 wins, Toyota with 6, Ford with 2. Chevy looks to be well on their way in all three series to winning the Points Manufacturer Championship. Wins, slightly more questionable, but they're doing pretty good in that category as well. That's all we have as far as Loudon. Congrats to Martin Truex, first win there. Led over 1,100 laps there now, third all-time behind only Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart, right ahead of Kevin Harvick. Pocono, we race there next Sunday afternoon, Sunday, July 22nd. Sorry, Sunday, July 23rd. That one's at 2.30 Eastern. Highpoint.com, 400. Six regular season races left, everybody, only six. Feels like just yesterday, Emily and I were bringing you the live Daytona 500 post-race show. Uh, it is Pocono, then Richmond, Michigan, Indianapolis Road Course, Watkins Glen, Daytona. And then the first playoff race at Darlington, the Southern 500. Crazy how fast it flies. So, later tonight on the Spotter Stand YouTube channel, which is one of the places you can listen to this, and also we're on all major podcast platforms, stat tracking for Pocono. We're going to look back at last year's races at the Tricky Triangle, see who finished where, who, which manufacturer, which team. You should have your eye on for Truck Xfinity and Cup. Tomorrow, the Truck Series pre-race show for Pocono Thursday. The Truck Xfinity Series pre-race show from Pocono Friday is Cup Preview Friday, but also tomorrow on Wednesday, a new episode of Below the Yellow Line. Emily hopefully can be with us as we recap loud and preview Pocono and talk about all the news from the week. And then uh, Friday, Cup Preview Friday, uh, the YouTube pre-race show on the Spotter Stand, and an episode of the Bully Online Podcast. And then next Monday, not Tuesday, next Monday, as long as it doesn't get rained out, but the weather for Pocono is looking good, we will have the Pocono post-race show on the Below the Line podcast. So working to maybe get a guest or two on the show. Nothing at all confirmed yet. Don't run around screaming, but working towards hopefully getting a guest either here or on the YouTube side soon. Like, subscribe, comment, share, rate, review us, email us, below the line podcast at gmail.com, click all the good buttons, as Emily likes to say. I'm Samuel Stubbs from the Below the Line podcast and the Spider Sand YouTube channel. I'll see you later. Goodbye.